In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the means to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Yo 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 Angelis out Charlamagne was popping Peace to the planet it's Thursday Yes it's Thursday good morning And the Breakfast Club as you know it is officially over Even though Angelis uh just on vacation. Yeah, she's using her vacation days. She's definitely using her vacation <laughs> days. She's using her last remaining Breakfast Club vacation I days. I ain't mad at her. Well, I guess she got iHeart vacation days, though. But yeah. she's using them. She's using them. I ain't mad she's, at that. This is supposed to be her uh, farewell, farewell tour, tour until she launches her new show, mm-hmm. uh, Way Up with Angela Yee, which will be on 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right after the Breakfast Club uh, starting in the new year. But, um, yeah, she's on vacation. <laughs> well, um... <laughs> Yesterday, shout to everybody that I ran into at the U.S. Open. Um, oh, my God. They had HBCU Live at the U.S. Open, which was pretty dope, where they celebrate HBCU uh, 
uh, colleges and universities, which was pretty dope because it's the day that Serena Williams played. So there was so many people that attended or graduated from HBCUs. I had to DJ before Serena uh, actually uh, played. That's why you match. was out there. Why you be lying? What? I tell you these lying ass verbals. You kept saying you was just going out there to no, go. No, I did. You, get a, you got a check. You DJ. No, I DJ before. There was an early session. <laughs> no, in a night session. NBA ain't showing up nowhere if there ain't no check involved. No, I, was, I was bringing my kids anyway because okay. my, my, my kids play tennis. And um, we were actually going to the U.S. Open. And uh, we had day passes. And then we found out she was playing uh, nighttime. So I bought night passes. So I bought tickets for the whole family. I bought tickets for my mom, my dad, uh, the three little ones, my daughter Madison, of course, my wife, my assistant. Now, I was watching last night, and they said that them tickets is like three racks apiece. Yeah, three racks apiece. Now, I'm not going to lie. We weren't, you know. Let me tally this stuff. How many people you said you paid for? Uh, my mother, my father. Two. Uh, the three little ones, which is the nine, the eight, and the five. Damn, ain't no cheering discount? No, no cheering discount. Okay, five. My assistant went. Six. My auntie went. Seven. Uh, and me and Gia. Nine. Yeah. Nine. Damn. Wow. So, wow. um, but that's a student loan payment. Bro. De- definitely didn't pay three thousand a ticket, but wow. I will definitely say this: what an event it was. I mean, it was besides everybody from the HBCU that was there. I mean, it was so much love and so much warmth. And when I say it was, there was no way that young lady was going to beat Serena Williams. No, simply because it felt like Serena Williams had home court way. advantage. I don't even watch tennis. Okay, uh, and I realized yesterday the only time I watched tennis ever in my life is when Serena and Venus was playing. That's true. And I watched it last night. I didn't know what was going on. You didn't? No. Oh. My wife was trying to explain it to me, but I, I, you know, I don't watch tennis. But it, it was an incredible, it was an incredible match. Yeah, it was a incredible match. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it like this. I, um, I played tennis as a kid, but my first job ever. On. Shut up. My first job ever was at the U.S. Open. Oh. So you know, oh, yeah, that's in Queens. That's in Queens, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, you know, I was actually at the merch store. I was folding t-shirts and selling t-shirts at the merch store, stealing shorts. Back when I was a kid, and you know, when I was a kid, they wouldn't let you see any of the matches because you know you you had to work and then you had to leave. They would not let you see any matches. So the fact that I was there last night and got to watch the matches with my family and mm-hmm. my kids was so excited. Like I've never seen my kids so excited because they play tennis, so they understand. Yeah. So for them, it was everything, and it, it was just had a, it was just a, a, an amazing moment, man. Well, dropping the clues, Monster Arena wins. We're oh, definitely she, rooting for her yes. because if this is uh this is gonna be her last her last stand, and she is retiring. I her love to see, I love to see the goats go out, you know, winning major championships. So the the crazy thing about it is, uh, you know, Monday she she played on Monday, and I guess they thought maybe she was gonna lose. That was gonna be her last thing, so mm-hmm. they had this big thing. You know, mid court for her, and she and, wins. And she wins. And then last night they she, had this another big thing where yep. Oprah did the video, <laughs> and she, yep. she wins. She beat the number two person, number in two tennis. seed, yeah, number two and seed. And she tennis. plays Friday. I'm not gonna lie. Well, she plays tomorrow first. She plays. Well, she plays today. She plays doubles today with her sister. I'm not gonna lie. Watching that though, did she try to play today? Yeah, she plays with her sister today. Boy, Serena looked tired last night. I'm not gonna lie. Watching she Serena did. last night made me tired. I was like <laughs> running around at forty something years old chasing that little young girl. I was what? like, man, I can't wait to Serena retire. She deserved it. When My back had, was hurting. When she had to play the third match, everybody was like, oh, boy, I hope she has enough you know, I'm gas in that tank. I'm but trying she, to tell but you. But she did, man. She pulled it together. And everybody knows when Serena gets mad, she gets busy. And when that ref, uh, you know, uh, messed up the serve, let the serve, and when she was upset, boy, that stadium started going crazy. Yeah, and Serena calmed them all down, like, relax. Relax. Don't, I mess, got up this. My, don't mess up my concentration. <laughs> Word. No, it was great. It was good. All right. Well, today... Uh, some ladies will be joining us today, right? Oh, uh, man. Lex Andrea of the Poor Minds Podcast. Poor Minds Podcast. you familiar with yes. the 85 South Show, which so many people are. 
you know, that's when I was first introduced to Lex and Dre of the Poor Minds podcast. But now they have their own podcast. They're on tour right now. Uh, if you're not familiar with them, even though you should be, you will be after this morning. All right. And then we got front page news. Uh, we'll tell you more about Serena. She speaks after winning. And then Bank of America, they do something for minorities. I'll tell you about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ hey. Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. Now, we're telling you about Serena Williams. She uh, played against the number two seed, Annette. I don't know her last name. Busted ass. It don't matter what her last name is. Even though she was the number two tennis player in the country. That's right. But she ain't the the god. Serena Williams. Williams. She won last night, and she spoke after winning. It looks like there's a little more than a little left in you. You've only played a handful of matches since coming back. You were out for a year. And you just beat the number two player in the world. How did you do it? Well, I'm a pretty good player. (laughs) You know, this is what I do best. I love a challenge, love rising to the challenge. And um, yeah, I haven't played many matches, but I've been practicing really well. And my last few matches, it just wasn't coming together. I'm like, but this isn't me. Um, And you know, the last couple matches here in New York, it's really come together. Man, you should have kept it playing, man. When I forgot what the whoever that reporter was was acting like she didn't know who she was interviewing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was, and that's why Serena had to be like, "Yo, this is what I do." But I'm, then there was one point where she was like, "I'm just Serena." I'm Serena. Stop playing with me. We have that audio where she goes, "I'm Serena." Yeah. Are you surprising yourself with your level? <laughs> Nigga. No, I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm just Serena, you know. There so. you go. <laughs> It was in the middle, I guess it was in the middle of the court, and it was after the match, after she just won. Maybe the the reporter was a little nervous. But you know what, though? And I I thought about this the other day. I thought about it with the Jay-Z verse, right? Mm. The God did verse. Sometimes, you know, we don't realize the things that, why these things that these people are doing is so incredible because they've been doing it so so long. long. That's true. So you don't really appreciate the fact that, yo, LeBron James averaged 30 points a game last year. You're just thinking, oh, that's LeBron. But LeBron been in the league 19 seasons. He's 37, 38 years old. You know, Tom Brady won his seventh Super Bowl. You're like, oh, Tom Brady won another Super Bowl. You don't really appreciate it, but you don't realize how incredible that is because these people are older. Yeah. (laughs) Same thing with Serena. But with Serena, I think Serena's 40, but Serena looked amazing last night. Like, uh, I I, I don't, I I think she's going to change her mind because she looked good. No, she should go out on top. I thought she looked really, really good. I like to see the goats go out on top. I like to see the gods go out on top. Go out with the championship, man. And every time they got a ball past Serena... I Every love, time they what? They got the, the ball past Serena. Oh. The tennis ball I'm talking about. I love black people. They were like, you won't break my soul. You won't break my... You won't... They won't break our soul, baby. What the hell that got to do with Serena I'm just telling you. See, black people uh, always got to combine uh, things. That's, uh, hey. that's why we got mashed potatoes and macaroni and cheese and fried chicken and collard greens. Like, we always got to combine please, things. Please. Please. I'm just saying. Please. Please what? That's what the ref says when people are talking oh. when the match is happening. Please. I know Beyonce, Beyonce break my soul ain't got nothing to do with what's going on out there. Please. All right. <laughs> that was front page. You won't break my soul. That's Come front on. page news. What are we doing? Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, 
But these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, Let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. 
Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, what up, man? It's Chiata 803. What's up, brother? 803, what's happening? Ain't nothing much, man. I just gotta spread a little bit of positivity, man. Having everybody be safe out there this Labor weekend, because you know they're going to be out there. Everybody just get home to their family, man. Better stay your ass home if you know what I know. What? Say say what? So you better stay your ass home if you know what I know. Hey, man, what you talking about? But hey, just in case y'all know, if y'all in the Columbia area or the surrounding areas, go check my boy Johnny Mack out. Straight out of Fairfield at the Country Comedy Gym going down this weekend, September the 3rd, Saturday at the Aristocrat at 1001 Washington Street. It started at 8 o'clock, man. So come get your good laugh on, man. All right, brother. Have a good weekend. Hello, who's this? It's Tisha from Texas, and it is my first day today, baby. Hey, happy born day. Are Virgo. you a lion-ass Virgo, or are you what? No, I'm not a lion-ass Virgo. I heard you say that you need to lay off us Virgos. I, absolutely. We are good friends. That's right. And most of us are cute. Virgo, we're all, we're Vir- all acute. Virgo men are liars. Virgo women are 50-50. No, we're not. We know no goddamn lies. Okay. Wait, I have a question. A car question. So you know in the rap songs when they say, I got you a tiny presidential? What car is that? A tiny presidential is not a, a watch. car, mama. It's a watch. Oh. <laughs> My broke ass know that. It's God a, damn. A, it's a, so you know the watch that uh, is a presidential Rolex? Uh, it's the one that, oh, okay. Tupac, that Tupac always had on, but it's called a presidential Rolex. And the tiny one is the women's edition. So they come in millimeters. Okay. So the man, the men's watch is a 40 millimeter or 41 millimeter. And the women's watch is a 36 millimeter. So they say in a tiny presidential is a small watch. Now, let me tell you why something, Queen. I have no idea. Because you're talking about things you can't afford. And that's why I always tell hey, y'all, don't uh, talk. Charlemagne. Ma'am. Charlemagne. Ma'am. Uh, just because I don't have one doesn't mean I can't afford one. But no, I, no, but no, I, I, no. Listen, I always tell people I have a rule. I don't talk about things I can't afford. I don't talk about Balenciaga. Balenciaga. That's why I ask him. Okay, so what is who is Virgil that everybody's talking about in these songs? <laughs> All right, so Virgil, you know Virgil, he's the creator of Off White. He also did the collaborations yes. is, is with. That's the one that died. That's the one yes. that passed away last year. Okay. I just okay. found that out last week too, man. I'm not gonna lie, See? Virgil. You just found it out. See? Well, no, because I always hear the song, and I'm like, are they talking about Virgil? Virgil? Yes. What happened to Virgil? Yeah, see, that's what I'm like. He just died. So are they all these songs talking about Virgil? Yes, they yeah, are. I just thought it was weird to have a song called "What Happened to Virgil." People know what happened to Virgil. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Thank <laughs> y'all for making my birthday great and, and informing me. And uh, Charlamagne, when I get that, I'm gonna post it on my. Don't Instagram you do? And them boys and gonna come rob like, you? Don't yeah. you do that? Yeah, don't you right. do that? I'm not gonna do it. That's you're right. right. You're it's, right. You're right. It's your birthday. <laughs> you go buy yourself, or you go buy yourself a little presidential. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's going on, MB and Charlemagne? This is Tyler. Tyler. What's Tyler, up, what Tyler? Get it off your chest, brother. Hey, we, we chilling, man. We chilling. So first off, I just wanted to come at Charlemagne. It's Virgo season, and I'm tired of you, bro. Yes. All right? We Virgos. I'm a Virgo. I'm a proud Virgo. September 18th. Shout out you, Envy. Yes. Virgo gang. But I'm getting tired of you, Charlemagne. We ain't no liars. 
We are the hierarchies. We are the ones that know how to make the tough decisions. Talk we that are the talk. Ones that create opportunities so everybody else can eat. That's what, like, that's what every lying ass Virgo man loves to say. Bro, they love to say that they love to nah, say they creating opportunities nah. for other people, but they ain't doing nothing but for nobody but themselves, and they barely doing that. You telling me he butthurt? He butthurt about a Virgo, bro? Huh? You telling me you don't know no great Virgos like Tyler Perry? He knows me. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry's fantastic. DJ Envy, Beyonce, Swiss Beats. Those are some good people. Opportunities, man. So what are you talking about? We are the you, hierarchy. You might right. be right. I might, right, I, I might be judging y'all based off three what? Virgos I know. <laughs> three Virgos. You are the right now. I yeah, might we be. Are the, we are the stuff. Talk that okay. talk. You have a good Great birthday, brother. I appreciate y'all, man. Thank you, Envy. Happy, happy birthday to you, brother. Those are some good people. Fun fact, the first person to ever... Uh, Caused me to get a really, really nice check in this industry with Swiss Beats. And he's a Virgo. So, yeah, salute to my guy Swiss. Love Swiss. And you know I'm a Pinkett Smith Winfrey Nose Carter. I might be judging y'all based off three or four Virgos I know. Well, look, there's always a bad, a, a bad, uh, a bad seat in a bunch. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? It's Will calling from Jersey. Great morning, fellas. How are you? Hey, Peace, good Will. morning. Get it off your chest, brother. Uh, well, I really want to talk about the crime wave that's going on in the country, in particular New York City, but just briefly about Serena Williams. Uh, Envy, I used to always go to the Open, so I may have bought one of those T-shirts that you bought. Mm-hmm. People listening, if you're in the city or you have little kids, you don't even have to go into an actual match. Get you a ground pass and just experience. It's a nice thing to do for the family and kids walk around. It's a little pricey, but if you know how to finesse it, you can go ahead and have a great time for not necessarily a lot of money. That was dope. But, you know, I had I have my kids out there yesterday, and for people that don't know, you don't have to go into the match. They have, like, a huge screen exactly. outside. There's so many different things for kids out there. Uh, they give away the, uh, the huge pause tennis balls for the kids uh, as the... Uh, the actual tennis players walk in, they, they sign it for the kids. So uh, it was dope and yesterday. Just, and then on the side court, you can watch them practice. Yep. And you're right there up on it. And you can actually see how fast those on TV. You don't necessarily get a feel. It's like going to a football game. If you're on the sidelines, you really see how fast and how uh, how big those guys are. But about Serena, and I think Charlamagne was the one that pointed about, about LeBron. When, when she first started, and even up until like the past five, six years, they routinely cheered more for her opponents, regardless of who she was playing. Generally in tennis, when you're on your home court and you're playing in your country, uh, you get the cheers. And so when she would play Shara Pover or any of these other girls, they will always cheer for her more. This love that she's getting is recent. It's a, a new onset thing for her. And I don't. I'm not trying to uh, highlight negativity. I'm just trying to, just like with Muhammad Ali. If you ask your parents. It was 50-50. He didn't get all that love back then. He got a lot of hate. That's real. From our own people at the time. So we, we got to be mindful that when we have these great people, like LeBron, there's people right now that all they do is hate LeBron instead of sitting back and just enjoying something that you probably won't see for another 30, 40 years. Enjoy, enjoy the man and stop saying what he can't do or he ain't this or he ain't that. He's, he's phenomenal. But there's people that just literally have spent the last 20 years picking him apart. And, then, and so, but but eventually all those haters get exhausted because they're like, damn, this guy has been great or this woman has been great for so long. I might as well just cheer for the greatness. 
But they always do it when they're about to walk away. They either do it when they die or when they're about to retire, when they retire or about to walk away. Now it's okay to say, hey, yeah, we've always loved you. Like, like, listen, you're having a good meal. Don't wait till it's the last bite to say, you know what? I'm really enjoying this. Enjoy that first bite, the third bite, and the whole meal. That's but right. Speaking about the crime, my, 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 my black and brown people, you got to understand, we are, they put down the noose or the bear trap on the ground, and we're walking right into it. We're, they're going to make some laws coming up the pike that's going to make stop and frisk seem like a day in the park. If we don't pull back and just stop this wanton, random, reckless crime, and there's going to be no outcry because those that uh, aren't from our community who would support us when these uh, unfair law practices were uh, in- initiated, they're going to say, well, listen, right. you know, I'm looking and I'm seeing uh, old people getting pushed down scared You're and right. beat up. What, what, what else did it do? Bruh, they already have. Joe Biden, Joe Biden announced the Safe for America plan two days ago, which is essentially and, a, and new, a new crime bill. That's yeah. right. That's right. Eric Adams just was on CNN saying how, you know, they got uh, there's a no gun law in Times Square right now, which there should be, by the way. Absolutely. But don't think that they might not about to have a lot of tough on crime initiatives. You out of your mind. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now, when we come back, we got your rumor report. Shaquille O'Neal, he felt embarrassed. And I'll tell you why he was so embarrassed when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, 50 Cent is banning Trey songs from Tycoon Weekend. Now, yesterday he posted something that said last Tycoon Weekend, he crashed a Rolls Royce Wraith. This Tycoon, he was acting crazy, wanting to fight and ish over the girls. He broke some ish up in his room. Nah, Trey Songz can't come back. He is banned. 50 posted that? Yeah, 50 posted that. So, <laughs> allegedly, uh, 50 Cent is post uh, is banning uh, Trey Songz and all the R&B artists. He said uh, if there was any incident, it was because the R&B artists were acting too gangster. If 50 Cent banned you for acting too gangster, you clearly was acting too gangster. Because I'm sure 50's bar for gangsterism is very high. Yeah, very high. <laughs> so they said uh, Trey Songz almost got into it with Terrence Crawford. That would not have ended well for Trey Songz. <laughs> Trigger, let me tell you something. You know, we've seen you with them hands before, but you're talking about Terrence Crawford. Okay. Undisputed junior welterweight Undisputed champion. Undisputed junior welterweight champion. What are you talking about? That would not have ended well for you. They said, right? they said Terrence said something like... Um, we can get in this room and fight, and the only thing they're gonna hear is you screaming for your friends. And that's a fact. That's a fact. I don't. I don't even. I, I don't care. I don't care what kind of. I don't care how much. What's that? Look at fifty. Got Branson cognac. Branson cognac. I don't care yeah. how much Branson you was drinking. You do not want it with Terrence Crawford in no way, shape, or form. You're not beating a boxer, bro. No. <laughs> okay. It's not happening. Sometimes. Especially Bud. What is wrong with you? Come on, man. Remember when Fat Joe told that story about Roy Jones and he said he was in that room with Roy Jones by himself and he just said he thought to himself, it's not going well. It's not like, going to end well. Going this, 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 it's not going to end well. Come on, man. It's Terrence Crawford, bro. Stop. Now, uh, like 36 and old. Yeah, he is 36 and old. Now, Shaquille O'Neal, he talks about the time where he felt embarrassed when uh, he had to help his son. I never had a real job in my life. Like, I remember when I was... Uh, practicing and trying to, trying to help my son fill out a resume, I had to call somebody because I was embarrassed I couldn't do it. You're almost as comfortable in business as you are on the basketball court. And that's because 
You've got an MBA? I always like to be in charge, but I let other people speak for me, so my agents. So when I go to meetings, they say, Shaq, we want to... No, first they see me and they go, hey, Shaq, how you doing? Boom, 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 boom. And then they would always turn. All right, Danny, we look like I'm not there. So I'm like, oh, okay. They think I'm just this dumb jock who has no, no inclination on what business is. And it would just drive me crazy. Well, actually, Terrence Crawford is 38, though. But 38, though. Mm-hmm. So Shaq is embarrassed by not what happened now? Well, his son asked, needed help to, to do a resume. Yeah. And, and he said he's never had a job. Okay. So he didn't know how to do a resume. Well, I feel his pain. That's how I feel about math. Okay. Whenever my daughters ask me about math, I don't, you know, talk to your mama. But that's why you got to thank God for, I thank God for my beautiful college educated wife. You know, that's when you say go to your mama. Yeah. But even with resumes, like, um, I call my mama. <laughs> I call my mama and my auntie. I'm Vivian. They, they, they usually help with the, with the resume. I don't think I would know like how that. to fill out a resume. I, I definitely don't. I, I we never needed one in radio, though, because it's like our resume is our work that we do on air every morning. Or, you know, I mean, for me, historically, all the yes. work that I've done at any radio station. It's like usually when a radio station reaches out to you, they already know what you can do. Yeah, I think the last resume I did was when I worked for the U.S. Open, and that was probably when I was 16. I couldn't even 17. tell you. I don't even got no damn resume. I worked at Taco Bell. <laughs> you didn't get a resume for Taco Bell? No? In the dust street before, like, nah, I worked at Demo in the mall. I didn't need no resume. Demo the clothing store? Yeah. Me and my wife used to work there back in the day. Way, yeah. way, way back in the day. North Charleston uh, Mall. I can't see you being a salesperson. <sighs> I can see what somebody else just a little overweight. You'd be like, oh, you want them fat ass jeans for your fat ass? No, I, I wouldn't say that. I would say you should, fat, I would say the fat farm is over there. <laughs> see, so. same that's difference. That's what I would say. Same difference. <laughs> the same difference. The fat farm is right and over and there. And that's so. what I'm saying. Hey, that's what I would say. See, that's why I can't see you doing it. Now, uh, congratulations to Steph Curry. He gets his own graduation ceremony at Davidson College. Of course, he went to Davidson. He never got his degree because he went straight to the league. He was drafted. I think he did three years. So, he did a one-man graduation ceremony, so congratulations to Steph Curry. He went back and got his degree. Drop on the clues bombs for Steph Curry. I respect it. They also retired his number 30 jersey, 30 jersey making uh, Curry the first player to have their jersey retired at the school. Let me tell you something, Davidson. Y'all very late on this, by the way. <laughs> Just a little I mean, bit. Y'all very, very late. He's been in the league for, like, what, 13 seasons, four championships, couple MVPs. Should have did a long time Should've ago. Should have did that a long time ago. Broke the three-point record, yeah. you know. Like, you're very late on this, Davidson. Yeah, a little late. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, front page news. Uh, I teased this earlier, but uh, we'll talk about it. Bank of America uh, supposedly, allegedly looking out for minorities. I'll tell you why when we come back and how they're doing it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Focus Features presenting Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul, a comedy about a mega church pastor and his wife who will do whatever it takes to save their congregation. In theaters and streaming on Peacock Friday. Let's get in some front page news. Now, Bank of America is announcing zero down payment, zero closing costs for mortgages for black and Hispanic first-time home buyers. Now, they said it's offering first-time home buyers in a select group of cities uh, like Charlotte, Dallas, Detroit, Los Angeles, and Miami. Now, this is supposed to help grow uh, grow home ownership for Black and Hispanic Latino communities. The new mortgage called the Community Affordable Loan Solution aims to help eligible in, uh, individuals and families obtain affordable loans to purchase a home. What's the catch? Uh, so far, and when they say okay. minorities, what exactly do they mean? Oh, Black mean, minority. They, do they say Black? Do they say brown? What do they say? People of color? What do they say? They say black and Hispanics. They say okay. if in white households, the homeownership rate was 72.1%. 
That compares with 51% for Hispanic households and 43% for black households. They said the black home uh, home ownership rate was lower in 2020 than it was in 2010. What's the catch? So far, there's no catch. No catch? No catch, but it's it's only in a, in, in a couple of cities. Like I said, Charlotte, Dallas, Detroit, Los Angeles, and Miami. So if you're looking for a Great home cities. and you're a minority, definitely check out their uh, program. I wonder how much will they be able to loan for that amount? Like, you know, if, if it's only $100,000 or $200,000, depending on mm-hmm. what the mortgage is. I wonder what that is, but it seems like it, it'd be pretty good. Great city. Charlotte and Dallas, I would definitely uh, definitely live in Charlotte and Dallas. Yeah, I got to call uh, Matt. Matt could break it down for me. All right, now, Jackson residents, Jackson, Mississippi, are told if you shower, shower with your mouth closed as the water quality issues continue to uh, really hurt Mississippi. Could you imagine? And this is affecting over 150,000 residents. Schools are closed. Businesses are forced to adapt. And they're saying many people are waiting in long lines for bottled water. Uh, and they said they can't even use water to cook or brush their teeth. Mm, so, I still have not understood how this happened. I And why is it not it. fixed yet? Yeah. The capital of Mississippi, bro. Like, that, Jesus that is Christ. Wow. Yep. And lastly, Custom Border Protection officers found and seized $11.8 million worth of cocaine. Now, this was concealed in a shipment of baby wipes crossing the uh, U.S.-Mexico border. So uh, if you were looking for your cocaine, the feds got it. And that is your front page (laughs) news. Oh, I also want to say, too, uh, U.S. airlines have committed to providing meals, hotel and hotel rooms for extended delays that they caused. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of major U.S. airlines told the U.S. Transportation Department that they'll start providing meals for customers delayed by three hours and hotel rooms for stranded passengers if uh, prompted by issues under the airline's control. Yes. And uh, also... That's big. Bed, bath, and beyond. Uh, You know, we always get those 20%... uh, Not gift cards, but uh, coupons... Well, now they're closing 150 stores and laying off 20% of its employees. They're saying they're having financial struggle and they have to close 150 stores, which is crazy. They said this is due to the fact that a lot of people are going shopping online and not necessarily going to the store as much. I am, I'm shocked that there's still so many uh, brick, and, brick, and, brick, brick, and mortar. brick and mortar buildings. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I started to say brick and morty. Like Rick so, and Morty. so many Boy. brick and Morty buildings. Oh, my goodness. You know what I mean? But it's so many brick and I'm shocked that there's so many brick and mortar buildings. Still, that still exists because of online shopping. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some experiences that you still love to do when you go into a place, but it's most of the stuff you just can get online. But the sad thing about Bed Bath & Beyond, a lot of the stuff that they sell, they also sell in Target and Walmart. Oh, so, so it's if cheaper. You need it, yeah, if you need it. But then if, I, if I'm going grocery shopping, I'm going to get groceries, why am I going to go to Bed Bath & Beyond when I could just go to aisle 10 to get my, my coffee maker? Who or the my hell goes to groceries for Bed Bath & Beyond? No, from Target, I'm saying. I'm saying instead of going to Bed Bath & Beyond, you get oh, groceries you said, from Target. You, you said instead of getting groceries, you said, why would I go to get groceries from Bed Bath & Beyond? I was like, they sell groceries at no, Bed Bath & Beyond? No, I mean, Beyond? while I'm in Target getting groceries, I could just go to oh, aisle 10 you, and get my you. coffee maker. I could just go get, you know, sheets and, and towels from Target or Walmart. And, and by the way, I was... I just wanted to know. I didn't think that it's not far fetched that Bed Bath and Beyond would have groceries. That's what the Beyond would be, right? Mm. You don't know what the be with Bed Bath and Beyond. The Maybe. Beyond would be groceries. Maybe they need to adapt. No. <laughs> Why not? Because you ain't gonna never keep me out no grocery store, bro. Maybe. That's what Wake Wegmans is for, and the Piggly Wigglies of the world. Think about it. And the Bylos and the uh, what else do I go for? Groceries? Amazon just sold books at one time. That's all they were doing. We're just selling books. They adapted. I don't know if that's true. They did. Amazon I really don't know if that's true. Wasn't Amazon just selling books? Yes. I don't know. Amazon just sold books. I don't know. I'm telling you. 
I don't know if you're right. I can't oh, trust right. you. You're, a, you're you. a Virgo. I can't trust you. Salute to Nori, too. Another great Virgo. I'm sorry for all the Virgos that oh. I'm judging based off three people. What Virgo butt hurts you, bro? No Virgo butt hurt me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How can, how can somebody butt hurt you? Why are you butt hurt about yeah, a Virgo? That's what you're supposed to say. I wanted what to Virgo say butt hurt you? See, like, like, what? Did a Virgo butt hurt you? What no happened? Virgo butt hurt me. Okay. All right. No Virgo hurt my butt. All right. This guy is crazy. Just asking. All right, now when we come back, we have the ladies, uh, Drea and Lex from the Poor Minds Podcast. Man, if you know, you know about the Poor Minds Podcast. If you don't know, you're going to get familiar this morning, okay? If you watch the 85 South Show, uh, you know, they derived from the 85 South Show. That's the first time that I saw them. And um, they're on tour right now with the Poor Minds Podcast uh, live tour. So they'll be here in a second. All right, we're going to kick it with them next. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests. But with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. 
So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the means to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy, we are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Lex and Drea from the Poor Minds Podcast. So y'all said y'all dating. Are y'all dating? Um, I'm single you right now. Ex? Yeah. And y'all talk about relationships on the right, podcast Right, right. Well? Um, I actually just got out of a situation. So, Situ- you know. Situation, man. That's all he was? No, he wasn't even no, a No, we were in a relationship. No, you said situation. Okay, because it's like, it's been complicated. It's been a very long time of a lot of back and forth. But, okay. you know, I'm single now, so. What made you finally break up? He went back to his wife. <laughs> <laughs> not, not this one. I'm weak. But no, I just feel like I'm at a different point in my life. You know, I've had a lot of changes and a lot of things going on. I just feel like. We're in two different places. It ain't no bad blood. Like, I still got love for him. You know, mm-hmm. it ain't nothing. I'm not a girl that like, oh, I hate him and I'm going to talk down on him. I've never been so that why'd way. why'd y'all break up? What was the situation? What made um, y'all finally say it was over? I mean, uh, a oh. lot of stress in our relationship. Like, he's popping too much. No, not that. I mean, I'm busy. I, yeah. I travel a lot. You know, he has a lot going popping. on. Not that. Y'all popping. I mean, I'm popping living a baddie life right now, so <laughs> that might be I gotta do what I gotta do. <laughs> do men get jealous because they see y'all, you know, starting to grow in this space? I don't know. I haven't really witnessed jealousy so much, mm. but I think that it's weird because a lot of guys that I used to talk to be trying to like come, come back. back to me. Come yeah. back. And they be trying it's to do like lot. extravagant things to talk mm. back to me now. And mm-hmm. I think that's very strange because it's like, what made you have such a sudden change of heart? Mm. I like the sudden change of heart. I don't like it. it come with gifts. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> it gifts. I mean, it do come with gifts, but it's still like, I'm going to take the gifts, but still <laughs> leave me alone. Right, facts. We so, always take the gifts. Yeah. What's the most expensive thing a guy has bought you? It was a while back, but um, he picked to help me get a car, well, um, paid off my car. Was it, first of all? I got um, a Dodge Challenger, oh, so okay. you know, and then I got I got him to pay off my car. Oh, like, he I paid Joe Biden. Yeah, I would have waited and pocketed that money and did something else. <laughs> no, it's good you got your student loan. I was I used off. to be a responsible baddie in the streets. You know, like you get money from a man. Girls was buying bags mm-hmm. and shoes. I was the one like, let me pay my bills. Like, what about you? Most expensive gift. A guy bought me a Range Rover last year. Nice too, brand new. No bills. I no. like the student loan payment better. That's, that's play. Range Rover like ninety thousand dollars, bro. Yeah. I don't care. You should have paid for the uh, student loans. She got ninety thousand. She can sell it and pay off loans and have extra. You can't be my ex after I pay your student loans off. Why? Man. You can't just walk away from me after that. Why? That's where you draw the line. So you will buy a car, but you wouldn't pay. <laughs> you draw the line. Yes. Yes. Student loans. The student loans. Student loans. Like he can, she can progress in life now. Yes. Oh, she goes. You, she she about to get married. She about to get her credit together. So wait a minute. How do you come with him? Yeah. Like, like yes. Loans. How do you just walk away from a man after that? No, that was two different guys. 
Okay, well, okay. how do you, for, listen, for both of y'all, how do you just walk away from a man who pays his student loans? That's and a different thing. Easily different. if he toxic. Right. Uh-huh. It's easy to walk away. But honestly, I feel like that's what we talk about on the show a lot. I feel like a lot of young women, they out here like chasing these guys with money and then they have no like end goal. And I'm not saying, you know, use people. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in certain situations, <laughs> I mean, in certain situations, though, like we know what it is. Like, let's not be dumb. These men want sex, you know, and mm-hmm. women want money, whatever. So if you're young and doing that, at least be smart about it. Mm-hmm. So that's what we try to tell people. At least be smart. Like, don't be out here trying to keep up with her and buying Rick Owens, buying Prada, going doing all this. So for us, like when you're dealing Damn, with the man, a tray. and he, me and you, I got all the Prada I just mean as far as like when you're dealing with a guy who buys you a bag, you'll leave. So why can't I deal with a guy who pay off my student loans and leave? Yeah. I've never bought a bag before, but <laughs> it was Michael Kors that don't count. Michael Kors? Yeah. I might have to take away your baddie Kors. This was years ago. I ain't had no business buying her that bag. No way. used to be popping. I remember I had a Michael Kors white. So how do you break up? How, how you break up with somebody that bought your Range Rover? How's it over? Man, because we're never Rover. together. Tell him the, the the whammy though. What's the whammy? What's you the whammy? know the whammy. That I didn't have sex with him. I said that. Uh, you didn't say that. You did not say that. You did not say that. What part. is that? I absolutely what, just said that. What was that. this? He was a guy. Yeah, he was a guy. So this man bought no, you a Range Rover and you never let him smell it. No yams. No yams. Break this down. So what happened? He just, hey babe, I want to buy your Range Rover. Okay, so I met him through one of my <laughs> other friends, and so I guess he wanted to talk to me. We had hung out a few times, and all of a sudden he just started texting her, and he was like, I want to buy Dre another car. Big trick energy. Yeah, and so she was like, of course she was like, hell yeah, go ahead, buy it. So then she was texting me, and she was like, oh, what kind of cars do you like? So I was like, okay, I either want a GLE Coupe or I want a Range Rover. And he was like, okay, I'm gonna get it. And then he started texting Lex, saying the same thing. He was like, yeah, I just really want to get Dre another car because I still have my other car too that I had before he bought me the Range mm-hmm. Rover. And so he tried to buy one, and then it didn't go through. Something happened. He got the, the pieces was yeah, the <laughs> and then something happened he couldn't get it then we got into it a few weeks later I blocked him and stuff and then all of a sudden he just popped up with this white Range Rover he finally stole somebody's credit card that worked yeah, yeah I think yeah, that yeah. is what probably happened he didn't try he didn't try to have sex with you smash nothing of course he did but I just wasn't interested because he was corny because even I knew he was doing it because he hmm. wanted like recognition because right. even when he told me that he got the car he was hitting her up and my friend and he was like oh yeah I want to take all of y'all out to eat and I'm gonna hire a videographer to do and what? he wanted us to like talk about it on the show. Like, it. it was just weird. It was a lie. He was doing he a lie. He was real corny. But that's, that's why I said the finesse came in because I was definitely helping. I'm like, yeah, she cares about you, bro. Get the car. <laughs> and then <laughs> she needs the car. And then I ended up finding out he was going around telling people in Atlanta that he had sex with me and he never had sex with me. So I was like, I knew you was corny. But it was a somebody? story behind it. Hell so he no, was he like, nobody. He could understand him right saying now. that though. He bought your car. You should let that He probably gonna hear Not that rumor slide. You supposed to let him, you supposed to let a rumor slide when somebody said they had sex with you. No, I bought you a car. 
So no. I didn't no. ask him to. That's the that's, that's the what I said she didn't ask for. It. So you say he in jail right now? Yeah. PPP scam. <laughs> he enough for something, but that's what happened when you're not a nice person. Wow, man Whoa. bought you a car and he's not a nice person. He's not. But you know what? That's a good point because I always say just because somebody does something good for you doesn't mean they're good for you. Yeah, right. and, that, and you don't owe them anything. And he had ulterior motives, you know, like that wasn't coming from his heart, so you got played. But you said earlier that um, men and women know what it is. Women want money and men want sex. So is that really an ulterior motive? I mean, but it was more than that, though. It wasn't just the sex for him. Like I said, he wanted to recognize, like he wants to be I popping. think he wanted oh, to gosh, date her. Want- yeah. yeah, he wanted to date her, but not because it was like he, he really liked her. Yeah. It was, was like, ugly. oh. He was ugly? He kind of looked like a, a lesbian. Yeah, he's one of them. He looked like <laughs> a stud. Yeah, he's giving those kind of vibes. Like if you saw him, you would be confused. Like, you, would, you would be confused. He was very feminine looking. Like, <laughs> like if you saw Dre with him, you'd be like, "Damn, I ain't know Dre was that way." I ain't know she was lesbian. Like, was lesbian vibes. He was definitely like, because he and then he tried to be my bestie. So I was he like, was. Hey, he would be texting her. It was so weird. He was like, "Yeah." He was like, "I gotta get." He texted you. One time when he said, I got I gotta get Dre this car because she said she gonna uh what did he I say? can't remember he said crazy like I said I was gonna give him some yeah, it was and something I never wild. Said that. And but she didn't but I said that friend. she was. You said she was Hell yeah, I'm trying to ride in the ring. Hold on, so you lied to the man and told Damn, I love it. You just lie on Dre's mouth like I that. I love it. No, we lie for each other all the time. Okay. When the last time you lied for Lex, Dre. I'm crying. Mm. Probably, Probably like two months ago. About what? We just be lying for each other. <laughs> I can't even remember. It be like small things. Small things. We'll just give each other that look and I'll be like, oh, I gotta lie. All right, we got more with the ladies from Poor Minds. All right, Lex Andrea, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Lex Andrea from the Poor Minds podcast. Charlamagne? So now, Lex, I, I heard you say that women cheat better than men. I absolutely believe it because well, black men like, don't cheat, so of course y'all would be. That's better. a lie. Black, black men, men. That is Who a lie. I'm a black man. I got a mirror. Black boys cheat. Black, black boys cheat. Black men don't cheat. Mm. Okay. Either way it goes, I feel like women cheat better. Well, how I'm I got not cheated on. Huh? How I got cheated on? Dating a black boy. <laughs> was he even black? black I don't even know if he was black. He was black. Okay. Maybe I'm putting the, the ladies on blast right now, but I feel like we're just a little more smooth and sneaky with it. We women don't, are smarter. Yes, women are smarter. Like, guys will be out with another girl and letting her post and record and other people done seen it. Like, guys are just sloppy. Yeah. I'm not saying that I've done this before, but it's like, if I'm with my man, I see a guy like my little side, what's up, bro? Yeah. I see you in a minute, my boy. Yeah. And everybody, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody knows my personality. So yeah. they just be like, oh, Lex, you know, she got a lot, you know, that's yeah. So what if that, little, what if that, what if my boy blow you up right then and there? But he not, he but he not. Because yeah. when you, when you cool with people and it's, it ain't that, they know how to so y'all been cheating on before both of y'all? Hell yeah. Y'all deserve it. y'all find out? What you mean? Why I ain't say that. that. I did not say that. I did not say that. I didn't say that. I did not say anything. I didn't say nothing. How did y'all find out? I have good investigation skills. I've had people tell me things. I say this all the time. I don't know why people like to lie. I had a fa- I got a fake page. Oh, I went through it. I got to go look. So you never got caught stupid. cheating, Lex, ever. I, never. I haven't either. I only cheated one time, though. I, it was like way back in college. Who you cheat? You cheated on your boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Why? Because the sex was wet. Okay, that's a reasonable uh, reason. Mm-hmm. And then we were in two different cities. Mm. Okay, that's so another I was reasonable reason. school and he was still in Houston. Damn, he I never knew about know. this. He's gonna now be he like, wow. Now. He probably broke that boy heart. <laughs> he never knew? No, mm. he never knew. We he know, know now. now. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, he cheated on you? He cheated on you before? No, not him. It was somebody else that cheated on me, but I found out because I went through his phone and that was the last time I ever go through anybody's phone because I lost 15 pounds. She really did. You was really? Yes, I was straight. What did you find on the Lost phone? the ass and everything. He was just talking to a whole bunch of girls on Instagram, DMs, that was and that was telling them then, he you was a them. savage. Yeah. Well, I was a savage before that. Goodness I think for me, gracious. like, when I cheat, if you don't tell me you love me, I'm going cheat. You said what? <laughs> if you don't say I love you, Lex, if you don't you tell me good morning, about, I'm going cheat. Lex is a cheater, though. She's like a certified <laughs> you cheater. Uh, <laughs> if you don't say I love you, I'm going to cheat. So you cheat on all your She men. like a pro. No, you not grand, say that. Grand no. rising queen. <laughs> I love I'm going, you. I'm going to cheat. If you say grand rising, I'm going to cheat. <laughs> what do you Why mean? Why is she saying any reason That's the upgraded version of good morning. No, grand rising queen. Grand rising queen. Oh, hell no. I already know you about to be on some bull. Nobody didn't tell me Grand I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Damn. Now let's talk about flued out. The flued out conversation. Uh-huh. Somebody flies you out. What are you giving them back? Are you expecting? Not to a give damn up thing. She got a Range Rover and ain't giving nothing up. You think a what? flight gonna do it? Look, chill out, you baddie. I'm talking to them. The baddie knows. The baddie knows. Baddie knows. Uncle Baddie. Uncle Baddie knows. That's my new name from now on. I want y'all to stamp it. Don't call me nothing oh, else. Okay. But now, honestly, I used to be like that. Like, I used to, like, go on trips with people and knew that I wasn't going to have sex with them. Now, at this... But do you act- tell them up front, or do you... No, I would just go and enjoy myself and be like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> you ever lied to my period on? Yeah, I have. I actually put a sample in you one time. But what about when a man say, I don't care, a period don't stop nothing but a sentence, then what? <laughs> <laughs> I would just be like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to smell like pennies in here. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> Smelling like pity. I've got lived places before. <laughs> Facts. On vacation? Mm, yeah. I left? mean, well, nowhere out the country. Right, right, right. But, like, I got left in Miami one time. So, a guy flew you out. Yeah. And you said He yeah. actually lived here. You said you were on your period. And then he, then he well, left. Well, I didn't tell him and, I was on my period. Oh, okay. I just straight up told him, like, I didn't want to have sex with him. But he was mad because he had bought me some shoes. What kind of shoes? Some Lubicins. And you walked right out of his life. <laughs> God damn it. So he left you in the hotel? Yes, he left me. He didn't book my return flight. And this was when I was still living in Houston. I hadn't moved to Atlanta yet. Did you have the money to get back? Yeah, I did. I did. But like, what if I didn't though? This is why I don't date outside my race. Because he was a white man. Oh, white. I ain't mad at you. You shouldn't have gave that white man nothing. Right. I ain't mad at you. Well, they're on tour right now. You can see them. Yeah. Arlington, Virginia on the 18th of September. Yes. Richmond the 21st. Tampa, uh, October 4th. October 5th, Miami. And October 6th, Orlando. And y'all just did New York. How was the New York show? Oh, oh my was God. Great. It was lit. The energy was really, really good. Yeah, New York. I feel like New York is kind of a different market. It's kind of hard. Yeah. Because we country, obviously. Y'all can mm-hmm. tell. So I feel like <laughs> when, when we come like to New York, people be like, where are the, these country bumpkins mm-hmm. and this and that? But, but all they family from down south. Yeah, yeah. like they really yeah. showed us love. So it's, y'all don't, y'all don't have no right. other jobs. This is it. This yeah. is it. Okay. Okay. I finally was able to quit my job. Like we went you on quit last year. Yeah, it was last year, wasn't Beginning it? Yeah. Of last yeah, year. yeah. So for me, it was like I moved to Atlanta literally with nothing. You know, I was trying to figure things out. And it was really, it was like a really, really hard time for me. Like mm-hmm. the thing that I love about Poor Minds, and that's why we keep the old videos up. Like we joke about it, like how my hair used to look, mm-hmm. our makeup. Cause like, I mean, I didn't have any money. It was what I could do mm-hmm. at the time. But we keep those old videos up so people can see the growth, you know, mm-hmm. and they can see what consistency and when you really believe in yourself can get you. Cause I feel like we've only just scratched the surface of what we're going to do, you know? Absolutely. Agreed. So yeah, yeah I, I feel like them right I haven't too. had a job in like four years. 
Really? Mm-hmm. What was the last job? What was both of y'all last job? I used to bartend. Okay. But that was like it. But I haven't did that since like 2018. I had like a nine to five. I wasn't even ready to quit my job. They kind of like gave me an ultimatum. was like, okay, either you're going to be here or be there. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? Dre was like, girl, go ahead and quit. We going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I just quit and we figured it out. Well, I find y'all very entertaining. Yes. And I think Thank those, you. I think those laid edges need to be on TV. Okay. And I Thank can't. You. Oh, I know what I'm going to ask y'all about the division video. Y'all was in the division video. We were. Yes. We were yes. in the division video. Yes. That was fun. It was really fun. I think that's really how we be in real life. Mm-hmm. Like, and Drea I, calling me, me giving her bad advice, yeah. me in the bed with and my me man. Taking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I be taking the advice. But yeah, the video was cool. The video was fun. Yeah, it's they're really funny dope. because I didn't even hear the song until it came out. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. So you didn't know what they didn't have the song playing while y'all mm-hmm. was doing the video? Nope. I want to ask this question for the white men and the Asian men and the oh black God. boys. Oh, no. Is Ryan, cheating a deal breaker? Uh, not right. <laughs> <laughs> black men don't cheat, so I'm asking for them. Is cheating a deal breaker? In the space I'm in, I think it would be. Yeah, the space of a cheater. You a cheater, so you no. can't be judgmental and hypocritical. No, no, no. <laughs> not like that, but I feel like it's a Wait, lot more. Made. No, I just feel like you know, we have to live out our lives online a lot of times. Cheating is uh, something hard to go through. So having to go through that under a magnifying glass in front of everybody, I don't think I would be mm-hmm. ready for that, you know? So you can so, cheat, but you can't let somebody else cheat on? Wow. Absolutely. Wow, it's rules. <laughs> it's rules. For me, it's not a deal breaker because the way I look at it is like, okay, is this a I messed up? one time thing or mm-hmm. is this like this is what you do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's like that's the difference though you cheating one night but you paid her rent <gasps> oh, yeah, you giving her money oh, oh you Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you paid her rent you gave her money you giving her money just cause I buy a woman a Birkin don't mean I like her uh, excuse me you received a Range Rover you didn't like that man <laughs> go ahead baby I'm saying, I received it I didn't buy it same difference <laughs> It's the same difference. <laughs> so, yeah, I think honestly, but like she said, I kind of agree, you know, yeah. it's, it's levels to cheating, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. Like, the emotional cheating is way worse. Mm-hmm. So what if you sleep with a man, right, and the condom gets stuck in you, then you go sleep with the guy what? you really like, and they find okay. the condom. Would that, you want him to forgive you? That, oh, if you, you got credit, it's You got to send that sandpaper down there, huh? Because <laughs> why is it grabbing anything like that? It's supposed to. What are you talking about? Man, if y'all ain't got that grip, man, at y'all age, something ain't right now. Miss group. I'm weak. No, but situations <laughs> like that, it ain't like that. Like I said, I'm not... I be being funny, of course, but like I said, I've had situations where I messed up, I slipped up. It's not like something I do all the time, and I'm just, you know. Yeah. How I many times up. have you slipped up? <laughs> what you mean slipped every up? Like time. every time? <laughs> no, I don't do. Honestly, but okay, I'll say this percentage wise. Honestly, you, like, I you think, ain't never getting a man after this. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. But I'm being honest. But I feel like uh, women don't be honest. I keep yeah. it real with my. Sh- I feel like this last situation I got out of. No, I wasn't. I was very faithful because, like okay. I said, I wanted a certain outcome. You know, mm-hmm. so I was like, you know what? Let me give 100 percent of myself. But I'm not gonna lie. When I first moved to Atlanta, I got in a relationship. This was what 2017, mm-hmm. and I was with somebody you know who was kind of known, and it was just like I just kind of had checked out. Mm-hmm. But that was my comfort zone. So it was just kind of like, I was just in a weird space, you know? And I, like I said, I was young. I'm 33 now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm out. I'm out the game. I'm retired. Auntie is tired. Mm-hmm. I really don't want two, three like men. Like, I don't want to do that. So, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not proud of my past, but I'm growing every day. There you go. There you go. For now, <laughs> She's it's a new day, day and I'm an untouched queen. Hey, <laughs> your wholeness has been hey, deleted is what you're saying. It's been deleted. <laughs> 
In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. 
from the memes to the movements. See how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. The Breakfast Club, good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Jay-Z. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Now, in a conversation with GQ, Young Guru talked about Jay-Z's four-minute God did verse, and he says Jay-Z did it in one take. People think I'm still not amazed when, when when he walk in and do these verses. And this one was different because normally we'll sit down and... He'll have, you know, we do a song, it's three verses or two or whatever, and he'll have a verse and then we figure out what next. No, he walked in and this was completely, he's spitting the verse. One take? He's living one take. I didn't know he had almost four minutes and how many bars <laughs> yeah. or whatever ready. So right. I'm just in amazement watching him do this again at 52 years old. It's like I've never stopped being amazed. That's why I tweeted because it's just like, yo. I don't really want to have a conversation after this. And and I feel the same way. I, I mean, I, I tell you all before, I think Jay-Z is the GOAT. I mean, could you imagine a four minutes, one take, knocking it out? Well, Jay said he cheated a little bit. Well, he did say he cheated a little bit. Let's hear it from Hov. He was uh, doing Twitter spaces with Khaled and uh, Rob, Rob and Markman. Rob Markman. Rob Markman was uh, leading the guru conversation as well, too. Mm-hmm. So while we was waiting for you to send a beat, it was just playing the beat in, in, inside the uh, control room. So I was going through it a couple times. And it was just, I was just rapping over like any part. It just kept looping and like drops was happening in the wrong place. I know. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I sent it to you like that, right? I don't like that. I'm not yeah, sure. Hope wrapped over the hook, the breaks, because Guru was waiting for me to send the instrumental. Yeah. When you sent it back, I was yeah. like, this man rapping over the hook. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I cheated a couple times before I went in the uh, boots out, but I was saying it inside the control room. I, here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Why are people ranking this whole verse? Like, I don't think you can rank whole verses. Like, it's too many that are great, if not better than this God did verse. So how do you even get to thinking about ranking them? Um, Because obviously, I mean, like Guru said, Jay-Z is 52 years old mm-hmm. and still spitting. Mm-hmm. You know, not a lot of times you hear rappers at, you know, at an older age still going in like this. I think that's what's amazing, people. Because mm-hmm. to me, the verse is really great. But here's the thing. Jay-Z is really great. <laughs> He's been consistently really great for yes. a long time. So when people say, oh, my God, this is one of Hov's greatest verses of all time. It's like, of course it is. Hov He's got a bunch of verses that are his greatest of all time. And that's why he's considered the greatest of all time. Like, I've never in my life thought about what Jay's greatest verse of all time is because it's too many. Like, I have my personal favorites. But to say what the greatest of all time is, that constantly changes because Jay-Z has a verse for every situation in life. That's right. So depending on what you might be going through or what you might be feeling, you might hear one verse one day and be like, oh, that's my joint. Like, I got two personal whole verses, guest verses. That are like my favorites, and that's uh, Go Go Crazy Remix mm-hmm. and uh, Diamonds from Sierra Leone. Mm-hmm. I love those two verses. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And uh, his, his his verse off You Don't Know uh, Remix with, with M.O.P. With M.O.P. Yeah, but, I, mean, I mean, to me, I think Hove is the GOAT. I, I don't even know why we have these conversations anymore, just to me. Uh, and, you know, when I said that last week, people were like, oh, what about this artist? What about this? No, you cannot tie Hove's shoes. That's how I feel. And he also breaks down the verse a little more. Every word I said in that thing is actual fact um which is you know that for me is a um it's a challenging thing to do like to rap that long and every single bar is just like actual fact 
And um, as far as like hip hop, you know, the idea of, you know, rest in peace, Tilo, like this is these, that's, that's Tata's uh, uh, brother, um, Trance. A lot of fallen soldiers, that's Biggie, that's Pop. Uh, kicking snow off of Frozen Tim. That's people that go on name that you guys don't know about. You know, like so much in my life in there. And then it's like the way I connect overseas, you know, you know, like just just that how powerful the music is, the reach of the music the and, you know, where we come. I think I think, uh, you know, the, the beautiful thing about Hove is that, you know, and, and a lot of older rappers are doing this now. They're actually talking about their lives. Correct. They're actually talking about what they really went through. I think always did, though. He all he always did, but there was a point in hip hop where the older artists still were trying to be young, mm-hmm. and you know the the industry probably told him that, like, oh, you can't say that you're married. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you got to stay young and relevant. You got to right. get with the new hot producer, whoever that is, and you know you gotta you gotta make a make a if if a snap was popping, you got to do a snap record. If Correct. drills popping, you got to do a drill record. Like Hov has consistently stayed in his lane, and a lot of artists are doing that. Like Nas got a song called Brunch on Sundays, bro. right? My 44-year-old ass loves that. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I love to hear people rapping about what it is they're actually doing in their lives now. And if that is, you know, being a father and raising their kids, if that's going to therapy, so be it. Right. I want them to be authentic. So, you know, that's why I think Hov has been able to stand the test of time. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. And uh, by the way, I still think Hov is the GOAT. That's just me. All right. Listen, my favorite rapper of all time is Ghostface Killer. Mm-hmm. My... Second favorite rapper of all time is Jay Z, but I'm at the point where it's like, why even rank them? They're all just greats. Do yeah, I my, think? Do I think? Old. Do I think objectively Jay Z is the greatest rapper of all time? Yes. Yes, he is. But he's also been the one that's been able to survive, and as he said, never been an idiot as good for this long. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like, like as as the words of uh, another famous rapper, Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. I say Hove, Sean Carter, and Jay Z. Those are my three favorites, and you gotta you gotta respect it. Those are my favorites. You definitely got to respect it, and you can't uh you can't compare the, the the catalogs of like the the Tupac's and the Biggies to Jay because they didn't get to live to be fifty two years old. That's facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. Like like everybody should be just ranked for their own individual greatness and what they contributed to the game. Like you can't even compare the two because the, tr- the tr- track records are different. Right. right. You got you got you got to be around for thirty plus years. Big and Big and Pac didn't even get to live to be thirty. Yeah, and there's not a twenty five. There's a lot of rappers still rapping at fifty two. They just not nice. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just to be honest, but also you can't do that either, though, man. And the reason you can't do that because a lot of these guys that are that age, they came up in an era where the the way people used to rap was different. Like the way Rakim used to rap that's was true. different than the way the guys that came up in the '90s used to rap. You know what I mean? Or the way Big Daddy Kane used to rap different than the way the guys that grew up in the '90s used to rap. It's just. It's just a disrespect and appreciate it all, man. All right. Well, I can't wait for OG Rob to rap tomorrow for Friday. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to OG Rob. Oh, Lord. All right, man. Who are you giving your donkey to? Man, it's this guy in Florida named Helmoff Cobb. He needs to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with him. And, man, if you think insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results, he is the definition of insanity. All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Unjunk your sleep at Mattress Firm's best Labor Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for the price of a twin. And save up to $700 on select mattresses from top brands. Visit a store near you today. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. 
A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the day with Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. It's not me, Duval. It's Florida. Okay, Donkey of the day for Thursday, September 1st goes to 85-year-old Helmuff Kolb of Port Orange, Florida. What does your Uncle Shala always say about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida, and today's donkey is no exception. In fact, today's donkey is the rule. All right, I'm telling you right now, people in Florida live life differently than the rest of us. The things that are clearly criminal to criminal to uh, you know us are clearly normal in Florida. All right, let's take Helmoff Cobb of Florida, for example. <clears throat> He's a registered sex offender, okay, on probation for trying to buy a child for $200,000 back in 2018. I said he's a registered sex offender on probation for trying to buy a child for $200,000 back in 2018. When I hear stories like that, I think to myself, at some point, this must have worked for him. You don't just attempt to buy a child. Okay, you hear all these conspiracy theories about sex trafficking and why all these kids be going missing and you hear about Pizzagate and the black market for body parts and whatever else. And then you hear stories like this and you think to yourself, he's done this before. If he hasn't done this before, he's known somebody who's done it. Like, I think he's made this purchase before at some point in life. At some point in his 85 years of existence, this worked for him. And you know how I know this is true? Because he did it again. Let's go to NBC2 for the report, please. A registered sex offender on probation for trying to buy a child for $200,000 in 2018 is now back behind bars, accused of trying to buy another child. 85-year-old Helmuth Kolb of Port Orange was arrested Thursday after the incident at a local Winn-Dixie store. Westchester's Claire Metz spoke with the mother of the child who was most recently approached. He just came up and started making comments about how pretty she was and how good her dancing was and how he could never have children and he wanted children. Lauren Benning says she thought 85-year-old Helmuth Kolb, this is a picture of him, was just a lonely old man when he first eyed her and her playful 8-year-old daughter inside this Port Orange Winn-Dixie last week. Approached me in the parking lot, actually chased me down in the parking lot and said, hey, I want to make a deal with you. I'd, I'd like to buy her for $100,000. I was in complete shock. What? <sighs> he approached this woman and said, let me buy your child for 100 grand. The same man who was serving five years probation, 85 years old man, for grabbing another child in a local Walmart in 2018, kissing the child's wrist and offering to buy her for 200K. Did the same exact thing four years later, okay? His money must be different now because he only offered 100,000 this time, but he did it again this time at a Winn-Dixie. There's a lot of things folks buy from Winn-Dixie, but kids is not one of them. Okay, Florida, what the hell is happening in the Sunshine State? <clears throat> right? This is not normal behavior for the rest of us, but clearly it is for some people in Florida. Now, the young child's mother, Lauren Bing, Benning, uh, you heard her just now, but she also said his intent is to buy children. That's not okay. Ma'am, that's an understatement. All right, when police questioned him about offering to buy uh, Benning's daughter, Cole laughed and then said, we all like kids. Hey, man, I would tell you if you like kids that much adopt, but clearly you aren't fit to be around any minors, okay? He had to register as a sex offender in 2018, and the terms of his probation include no contact with minor children other than family, and he must be accompanied in malls and big stores. Accompanied by who is my question, okay? Who's accompanying is very important because the way he's moving like this is normal means that he might be accompanied by someone with the same mentality as him. Now, what I would like to know, is selling your kids legal or illegal? 
Can someone who knows the law let me know? Can you legally no. sell your kids? No. I don't know. I'm you asking. You know, you just can't be like, hey, Mikey here, I'll sell you for 200 that. No, you can't sell your kids. <sighs> because, listen, because for him to walk up to people and just randomly make these offers, like I said, lets me know that at some point this had to have worked for him. No. Now, Lauren Benning, the child's mother, says she doesn't know what's wrong with the suspect, uh -huh, but says there's no question something is. Whew. Lauren, do you have anything else obvious you want to tell us? Oh, yes, she does. She says he needs to be locked up and not allowed to be around our children. Round of applause to Lauren, okay? For saying what we all obviously know, all right? Her child is shaken up, rightfully so, and doesn't want to go grocery shopping with her mom anymore, and can you blame her? Uh, Helmoff Kaup, you, sir, are 85, and you probably are going to spend the rest of your days in jail, but I'm telling you, someone should talk to him and figure out what is he connected to, because I need to know the times this has worked. I guarantee it's missing kids in the area. You probably can find a lot of them. You know, give these families closure by pressuring him. Because it's got to be a community of humans just like him that are out here purchasing kids, which is why I want to know if it's illegal or legal to sell your children. Because clearly somewhere in Florida and probably all around the world, this is happening. Mm -mm. Please let Remy Ma give Helm off call of Port Orange, Florida. The biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw. You stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? Like, like you can't just sweep this one uh, under the rug. Like, you should no. talk to this guy and see... You know, if this has worked for him before. If he's tried this before. It, it, I mean, he did. We know he's tried it before. He got locked up for right, it right. three Where years ago. Lived. But who else is he connected to? That's right. Is there a community of people that are doing this? Like, this isn't something you just wake up in the morning and say, hey, I'm going to do. And then you do it again. Nah. And you're on probation for it. Nah. Come on, man. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm -hmm. Up next, ask C&E. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call us right now. This? That's right. Charlemagne, uh, I, I've been married to my wife 21 years, been with my wife 27 years. Charlemagne, been married how long, Charlemagne? Nine? I've been with my wife for 24 years, years mm -hmm. and we've been married. We'll be married for eight on uh, September 6th. Yep, and Charlemagne and I and myself, we've been together for 13 years. So we got a lot to talk about. We can help you out with your problems, your you relationships. Said? You heard what I said, your relationships and all that. 800-585-1051. Uh, call us up right now, relationship advice for men that know. Okay. Or act like they know. Or act like they know. I'm not gonna sit here and act like we help. We're not experts at anything. No, but we do a pretty good. We have some life experience. Yeah, we do. All right, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask C and E. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's Preston. Hey, Preston, what's going Preston. on? What's what's up, Preston, what's up, Preston? C and E. Yo, is this Charlemagne DJ Envy? Yes, yes sir. sir. All right, man. What's up? Just want to say what's up real quick. Good morning to y'all. My question is, man, I need a little bit of advice. I'm not going to lie. I've been going to the strip club on weekends, and uh, I haven't told the lady. I've been just telling her I've been going to the bar. What's the advice? Stop lying. Tell her. Stop, Stop lying. Oh. And take her with you. Well, let me ask you a question. Is she against strip clubs? She don't like strip clubs? I mean, I've never brought the question up directly, but uh, I, I've told her I've got, I've got uh, friends going, and she just tells me not to go. Question. So I'm is guessing the f she don't want me to go. Is the food good at the strip club? I'm sure it is. Uh, no one's getting food at the strip club. Let's but that's what you got to do. Here's the thing that you say. You say to her, look, man, I want to take you somewhere. The food is really good. It might be a little unorthodox, but the food is really, really good. And then you go there and it's the strip club. Y'all have a few drinks. Y'all eat. She might enjoy herself. Now y'all got a date night every week. But he said there's no food at that strip club. He ain't say that. Yes, he did. He said nobody goes to the strip club to eat. You, you got food at the strip club, bro? No, I don't go to the strip club to eat. 
Well, you a dad. Well, you don't know what you're missing because some of these strip clubs you having amazing food, bro. So what? So, what you should do is like what Charlemagne said. You take your wife to the to the strip club. You get her a lap dance. Ha- make it all about her and her having fun. And then hopefully it'll be an experience where you you you, you enjoy going out with your wife to the strip club. When when I go to the strip club, I take my wife. We have a, a, an amazing time. Well, you ask your wife yeah, if she that, wants that, a lap dance first. That's how I see it too, man. I think I think it could be a good time for both of us. I mean, hell, she could get a lap dance too. There you so go. So once again, stop lying and make sure that the woman who gives her a lap dance doesn't put any vaginal discharge on your wife's clothes because that's not going to end well. Yeah, be careful. It's COVID and monkeypox. That would be a horrible to come home with monkeypox. Okay? Yes, it would be. Hey, y'all have a good morning. You too, All right, brother. brother. Hello, who's this? Yeah. What's your name, bro? Uh, this, this Mr. Hood News. What? what? Mr. Hood News. Oh, what's good, though? Yeah, man, you going from Florida, Charlotte, man. Okay, how are you, my brother? Yeah, man, you know, I... I you know, I want to ask you guys, you, you know, because you from South Carolina, the image of New York and stuff. You, you know, I want to ask you guys, you, you, you know, when y'all go out for y'all day and, and stuff and, you know, get motivated and, and, and stuff. I don't, I don't got lost for words, man. I don't got lost for words. What you trying to ask us, brother? Just ask, brother. Just ask it. Yeah, I, well, like when y'all go out uh, on y'all day, man, like what gets y'all motivated to get prepared for y'all day? You know what? If you want to be honest, every day after we leave the breakfast club, Charlemagne slaps me on my ass and it gets me motivated. That's not true. Sir. That is. You should try it. Don't listen to him, sir. You know what gets me motivated, man? What gets me motivated is my beautiful wife and my beautiful four kids, and I am in awe of my life. Like, I literally wake up every day with with, with gratitude being my attitude. I am so thankful to be alive because there's so many people who wake up dead, and I am just happy to be here, and I am in awe of just being 44 years old, being alive and being able to do what I love to do. That is enough uh, motivation for me. Every day, Charlemagne gives me a compliment, and that's motivation for me. He either talks about my legs or talks about my knees, and I know somebody loves me out there. None of and this is true. that gives me the motivation that I need. So sometimes you just got to see your brother and just compliment your none, brother. None of this is true. Don't listen to him. Right. Don't listen right, to him. Right, man. You know, you know, every day, you know, me and my wife, we don't start a lot of business and stuff, and and I'm in school, she in school. We go from school to work, school to work, and we're still trying to get to that point. We knew the way that got married in February. And we in the business together. We got a brewery, uh supply store. And, you know, in the beginning, you know, with the business and that stuff, man, we just, I'm just trying to figure out that, that motivation. Because y'all do multiple things, you know, every day. You know what I'm saying? And I know that energy got to be there. Well, you know, I wake up in the morning, I pray, I got my daily affirmations. You know, one thing that's been really getting me through this week, uh, Sarah Jake Roberts, she gave a great sermon on Sunday called Rise, Slay, and Eat. And, you know, based off everything you're telling me about you and your wife starting a new business, that would be a great sermon for you to listen to, man, because she talks about expansion. You know, and how you can't right. be afraid to expand as a human. And, you know, God isn't going to give you all the, the details of what he has planned for you. He just She's just going to give you some clues, and you know, and it's going to help right. you on your journey. So you should go check that out. I think that'd be something very, very motivational for you and uh, your wife. Now, man. being serious, yeah, like he said, me and my wife, we, we, we pray together every morning before I leave the house. And that's just the start of the day to just to, to thank God for everything that's we right. have. You know what I mean? So and he starts off of on his knees and he comes to the studio and gets on his knees again with me. And then uh, right. what I do is I continue to you know to pray throughout the day. And you know, and if you work with your wife, that's an amazing thing because you could be working with a bunch of people that you don't like. But the fact that you're working with your queen, you know, um, 
continue to just make sure that, that, that you love and you communicate well because it's a blessing. There's a lot of people out there that don't have a queen, man. If we tell you how many people call up here that's looking for a queen and queens looking for men, that's that's a blessing and an honor. So just hold that close to you and continue to motivate right. yourself. Sometimes you might have to drive past that neighborhood with the big expensive houses and say, yo, one day that's going to be mine. Someday you might have to drive right. past you know, a car dealership and say, hey, that's going to be mine. Sometimes you might need to follow people that's going to give you that positive motivation. And I think you're getting that right place, brother. Blessings, King. Man, appreciate it. Can I shout about uh, social media? Yes, sir. All right, man. Uh, Everybody, man, uh, y'all go on social media and hit JKG Beauty Supply. That's on all social media sites, man. I appreciate y'all, boy. All right, brother. You have a Love, King. Ask C&E, 800 If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can call us now. We are here to not help. Good morning. We helping. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask C and E. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is CC. Hey, CC. What's your say. question for C and E? Say, say. What's up, y'all? I made it through the other day, and I, the phone got disconnected. I just want to let y'all know that. So okay. I guess I'll ask y'all about the topic we discussed the other day because I was saying that I felt like I have not been dated. The way that I feel like I should. Oh, I remember you. You said you wanted to go to uh, McDonald's and um, somewhere else. McDonald's, yeah. Oh, you said you were gonna take me to Cracker Barrel, and I told you it, you could at least offer shots. Because you are you you started you started you started the bidding at McDonald's. You did start the bid at McDonald's, and I told no, you you need better no, for that yourself. Was that other lady that no, that was that lady that. Her cousin tried to hook up with. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Don't put me on that scale, y'all. I'm sorry. So, what's your question, Mama? What's your question? My question is how do I know that I have the right person in my life? Like, what's the right person You start off by looking in the mirror and saying, nigga, please. And you remember one thing, just because uh, some just because somebody does something good for you doesn't mean they are good for you. So I don't I don't know about that whole I see the good in them. But, you know, them. but they don't they don't they, they're not good to me. Like, no, if they're not good to you, they're not good. Yeah, Bye. So, sometimes this is easy that's, as letting it go. That's a common situation, though. That's common where people will basically settle. And I guess that, that is truly like just settling and they know they need more or they know they're worth more. Why are you settling, boo? Yeah, you don't have to settle. I don't know. I think I feel like a lot of times with me, I work a lot a whole lot, like an average of like 62 hours a week. And I don't go many places to like really meet many faces. So when I do come in contact with somebody and I feel like I like them, which is rare for me to do, like after the like somebody uh, like that. Oh, Lord. I, w- I would just tell you, Mama, Mama, Mama you never Christ. have to settle. You shouldn't have to settle because if you're settling, it, it's you're always uh, letting things go. She right? ain't you're being honest with me. Somebody else, huh? She ain't telling us about how good the penis is. That's all this is about. This man is knocking no, you. No, this this no. man got your no. toes that's curling. That's yes, it is. I know what I got. Huh? I know what I got. So it's not about the penis. I don't believe Definitely you. Definitely not about the penis. Uh, you so, don't have to believe me, baby. You ain't well, it, well, it, well, is the penis good? I mean, I've had a few good penises in my life. <laughs> I ain't asked you that. I said, is this one good? Oh, I 
one right now. I what got, is she talking about? I want, no, I've, I've settled, okay? I'm not settling right now, but I want to avoid settling. But you, you settle in the past. And Charlamagne was saying you can't let the penis talk for you. You can't let it be all about the penis. It has to be about the person. And don't oh, try no, to change not. somebody. If they show you who you are, <laughs> believe them. <laughs> It's not about the penis. People always want to get mad at persons, places, and things, but they don't never mention penises. (laughs) All right? Penises is in the mix here. Why you want to talk about penis? (laughs) It ain't about the penis with me, okay? I'm not a penis type person because I know my skill set. Therefore, any penis that comes in contact with me is going to have good. Okay, okay. But we just making sure that you're just not settling for the penis because you said you're settling. And if you're settling, there got to be a reason why you're settling. If they're not treating you well and it ain't the no. penis, then what is it? Sometimes, I, I don't know, I feel like if if there are certain things within them that I haven't gotten from somewhere else, I feel like that's a relatability and I kind of stick around to see where it goes. Then it'll go too far and my heart is kind of in it at that part. At that point in time, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. no, and then I you don't want to let go. I get it. Like, you, you put your heart into it, and then you feel like you, you're connected to the person and you love them, and you feel yes. like if you let them go, it's like, you know, it, it's they right, right. But and you, the man probably got a good jaw game, so you don't want to just let that go away to somebody else. Um, no, honestly, I feel like a lot of men lack in that department, even though they might feel like they want it. No, I got you. I got you. Charlamagne <laughs> understands that. But what, what I would do is, it's like what we said from the door. You I mean from the door, if, if you feel like you have to change somebody to make them better, you might not have to put that work in. You might want to try to find somebody that's already done the work on themselves. Because a lot of times these brothers haven't done the work on themselves and it ain't up to you to change them. And you shouldn't have to be putting that predicament. Now, if you just chasing penis, that's something different. You know, you're talking to her about a hypothetical man that she don't even have. <laughs> I've been checked out of this conversation, ma'am, because I thought you called in here talking about a particular human. Huh? No, why it gotta be? No, no, it's not about a particular human because I want to change me as a human, so I don't pick the wrong human. That's right, and that's all you okay. need to be working on: working on changing yourself and being uh, focused on being what it is that you want to attract, and that's it. Because right now we're talking to you about ghosts, because you ain't got nobody. Ghosts with penises. <laughs> ghosts with penises. <laughs> we're talking about the spirits of penises past right now, ma'am. Okay. Well, Mom, Mom, you, have a, you have a good weekend and um good luck with the with the with the penis, you know, situation for the weekend, man. It's gonna be a long weekend. God bless you, Queen. Thank you. Bless y'all too. It's okay to say thank thanks you. for nothing. <laughs> it's okay to tell us thank you for nothing. Thanks for absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was talking about a real person. Once I find out she ain't talking about nobody real, what we discussing here? Hypothetical. Ain't no, I don't got time for hypotheticals. Life is too short for hypotheticals. Let's deal with reality. We got rumors on the way. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. And honestly, didn't know he passed away. She said she was on TikTok and she's seen a lot of his videos and she said she noticed a rest in peace. And she just realized that X passed away. I didn't know. Okay, oh, I'm ashamed. I I didn't know DMX died from a cocaine overdose. I didn't know. I am today six years and one month clean. It breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. He lost to it. He lost. He lost to that demon of addiction. Please don't lose. Listen, I know it's easy to run to the clueless jokes, you know, in a situation like oh, this. Oh, say that she was clueless? Yeah, but, but, but the world is a big place. 
Right, and I would think if she was a huge DMX fan, she would know that he passed. But we also don't know what she had going on in her life. Maybe she was in rehab. Maybe she maybe was she was disconnected. She, she wasn't. Maybe she hasn't been paying attention. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I'm not. But the brother passed away 17 months ago. Hey, listen, man. There's people right now that I might hear died, and I'll be like, I thought they'd been dead. You know what I mean? Or, or I'll be like, somebody tell me somebody such and such, and I'll be like, damn, they died. Like, it's hard to keep up, especially nowadays. The last few years, we've seen a lot, a lot of death, bro. A lot of death. But the thing that I would, you know, just be like, damn, is like, if you say you that much of a fan of DMX, then you should have know, known DMX passed away. But you don't know what she had going on in her life. Like I said, she might have been disconnected, man. Who That's knows? That's true. Now, Tyrese was back in the news. Of course, he's at court, divorce court right now. And yesterday, while he was on stand, well, the judge was mad because uh, Tyrese started to ask the attorney question. If I recall your testimony correctly, Mr. Gibson, you said 2018 you were financially in, quote, shambles. Is that correct? Yeah. So in 2018, when you were financially in shambles, do you know how much you made that year? I don't. According to your tax return, you made $2.221 million. Page 32. Do you want to check my math? Sir, I'm asking you because I don't do the CFO thing. Here's a question to you, smart no. person. No. Hey. That's enough. You right. go sit down. We're taking a break. Lawyer's back now. If you do it again, I'm going to hold you to jail. You don't ask me questions. That's not how this works. God bless Tyrese. I wish him the best in whatever he's going through in this case. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's our guy. I mm-hmm. uh, hope it works out for him. But I understand how the judge feels. You know what I mean? It's crazy how Tyrese has that impact on people. We've all wanted to shut Tyrese up at some point in, in our lives. Yeah, but, you know, if the, if the attorney badges you, you can't ask the attorney a question? Because attorney badgered him, and I'm sure all Tyrese was going to say was, look, I run my company, my accountant handles my my finances, my financial manager or investor handles the investments. I mean, but it does sound crazy when, you know, you you said you were in shambles financially, but you made over a couple million dollars that year. That did. But you don't know his bills. That is true. I mean, but but by the way, no, what 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 you're saying is real because what if you used to making 10 million a year? Yeah, and and that was the year you made 2 million. Yeah. Correct. You know what I mean? You might have 2 million in expenses. So that might, all that money might have gone to the bills. But once again, Ain't nobody caring about rich people problems. Y'all, you know how much $2 million is? A lot of money. Some people would never see $2 million in their life. You're right. Let alone make $2 million in a year. So it's just like, you know, nobody asked for those cameras to be in court and show that. So you can't be mad at Tyrese. But I understand the judge wanting to tell Tyrese shut up. Just now, like I'm yeah. sure people want to tell me shut up a lot of times. All the time. <laughs> now, our Young Thug fans think that he's planning on breaking out from prison uh, by swimming. Oh, Lord. And that's because he hit Michael Phelps and said, <sighs> I'm talking with my roommate, and we're wondering if you could swim 100 miles from the middle of the ocean back to shore. Oh, my God. <laughs> is there an ocean near Atlanta? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm asking. I really don't know. I, I don't never know. looked. Is there an ocean near Atlanta? I don't know. Well, Mike Phelps uh, responded, yeah, I think I can make Google. Then Young Thug said, how long do you think it would take? Um, no, Young Thug is not trying to break out and swim. Well, here's the thing. And this, this is what I want fans to understand. Mm-hmm. If you love Young Thug mm-hmm. and you think that's Young Thug's plan, why would you get on social media and talk about it? Right. Why would you get on social media and tell the law enforcement what he might be planning? And then get mad when the law enforcement <laughs> uses your tweet yes. to, to get in trouble. What if they do? What if they do? What if the law enforcement is like, oh, you planning to break out? That's what this is about? Now you getting this man in more trouble. Boy, y'all talk so damn much about stuff that y'all don't be even having a clue about and making up things. 
Like, how you just going to make up Young Thug planning to break out? I didn't get that from that tweet at all. You know what I got from that tweet? I'm bored. Bored <laughs> is hell in bored. jail. We just talking. Yes. That's what I got. Goodness gracious. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. I hope he doesn't try to swim because that's a long swim. 100 miles? He can't swim 100 miles? Come no. on. Like, well, come on. All right. When we come back, we got the People's Choice Mix. Don't move. It's no, The Breakfast don't. Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Focus Features presenting Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul, a comedy about a mega church pastor and his wife who will do whatever it takes to save their congregation. In theaters and streaming on Peacock Friday. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, Charlemagne, uh, you got your, your mental health uh, weekend coming up? Yeah, I do have the uh, Mental Wealth Expo. Uh, it's happening on October 8th at the Marriott Marquis in Times Square. You know, last year we did the Mental Wealth Expo. This is our second annual, man. Phenomenal event. It's a free event. Um, it's a day of mental health and healing education in honor of World Mental Health Day. Last year, we got to do it actually on World Mental Health Day, but World Mental Health Day falls on a Monday today, mm-hmm. so I want to do it on a weekend so, you know, people can come out like we did it last year. Uh, go to mentalwealthexpo.com, man. It's a day of, like, you know, panels and just great information from experts, you know, people like Dr. Alfie Breland Noble, you know, people like, you know, Nadra Tawab Glover, you know, people like uh, Dr. Spirit, you know, we have uh, a keynote address, a key, the keynote speakers are Pastor Torre Roberts and uh, the good sister Sarah Jake Roberts, man. So that's just a, a few of the things that we have uh, in store for you on October 8th for Mental, the Mental Wealth Expo. But go to mentalwealthexpo.com. It's a free event. All you got to do is go to mentalwealthexpo.com and, and register and, uh, you, you can attend. All right. You got a positive note? I do have a positive note in the positive. Well, I want to tell everybody too, man, make sure you scream uh, my late night talk show, Hell of a Week on Paramount Plus. Uh, we've been off the last two weeks because that's just the way things work in the TV world. Uh, the Daily Show's been off for two weeks, so we got to be off because we come on every Thursday nights after Trevor Noah and the Daily Show. But we're back next week with new episodes, man. So make sure you're screaming that on Paramount Plus uh, this weekend. But the positive note is simply this. And this really might not even be a positive note. It's just a word of advice to people. We have to accept that some people are really effed up. And it's not our job to heal them. Have a good day. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. 
State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.